0: Hello, hola, bienvenido, bien bienvenue to this episode of Chilling with Millie, where Camille gives her opinion about her favorite topics. What you just witnessed before this was me attempting to say welcome in different languages, um but I am no polyglot. But that's that's all fine. So in today's episode, we are going to be continuing the discussion of serial killers. I have done some more research so that I could gain more of an understanding myself. There is a difference between a psychopath and a sociopath. I often hear people use them interchangeably to insult someone or to joke around with someone. A psychopath is someone who exhibits artificial charm and they tend to have no conscious, meaning they have no concept of what is going on around them in different situations and scenarios they are put in. A sociopath is regarded as someone who has an existing personality disorder, like antisocial personality disorder, and are aces in manipulation and deceit. The main difference between them, what distinguishes a psychopath from a sociopath is that sociopaths are basically hot-headed, while psychopaths are cold-hearted. They will have no moral interruptions, or in other words, they won't feel any depletion in their moral being if they scam you out of your, let's say, your money. They will have no problem disregarding your being. Just like there is a difference between sociopaths and psychopaths, there is a difference between psychopathic murderers and non-psychopathic murderers. Psychopathic murderers and non-psychopathic murderers are in the same realm but are regarded as different. Many of us live among psychopaths. A psychopath is defined as someone who is manic, insane. They're suffering from a chronic mental illness and may exhibit violent behaviors. This is, that is psychopathic people. They are what we see in our common murderers. When it comes to non-psychopathic people, not murderers, but just random people we have run-ins with all the time and not realize, The non-psychopathic, a.k.a. the non-violent psychopathic people, are just the psychopaths who avoid criminal acts. According to Science Daily, in a journal written by Virginia Commonwealth University, they stated, Psychopathic individuals are very prone to engaging in antisocial behaviors, but what our findings suggest is that some may actually be better able to inhibit these impulses than others said lead author author Emily Lasco, a doctoral candidate in the Department of Psychology in the College of Humanities and Sciences. Although we don't know exactly what precipitates this increase in consciousness, impulse control over time, we do know that this does occur for individuals high in certain psychopathy traits who have been relatively more successful than their peers. My understanding of this, I understood this statement as psychopaths are those who like to be the boss, the dictator, because in order to be a boss and a dictator, you would need to think very highly of yourself in order to protrude confidence and in a way make your workers fear you so that the job gets done. The ones who like to assert control over others are normally the ones who do become in charge of something. I think of it as a lion stalking their prey and how meticulous they are when they take control of the situation by thinking logically, or when lions walk around like the king of the jungle and how it reminds me of a, a sassy strut on the runway, and then attack. They have locked eyes with the object of their desire, but because of how on point the lion is, they wait until the prey is at its most vulnerable, and then they take the bite. In a way, I see it as a form of impulse control, Just like with sociopaths, they stated that they saw an increase in impulse control over time for individuals who are climbing the social scale faster than their peers. I think it is because they are in a position where they are in control, like they like the entitlement. And we see that today with people who feel entitled. They feel like the boss. They seem to be the trailblazers or the innovators. They are highly likable people that sometimes to me, it seems that they could do no wrong among those who love and adore them because they are so present, demanding without saying a word. It is like if we say Beyonce is in the room. Her presence almost tells you to go and get her water and offer yourself as her seat. I am not calling Beyonce a psychopath. I am just explaining the feeling that I think of. (laughs) According to a psychology journal called Violence Viewed by Psychopathic Murderers, written by Nicola S. Gray and other psychologists, they did a test to distinguish psychopaths who are likely to commit murders compared to those who are not. The results were as stated in the article. Our results indicate that the reduced violent IAT effect seen in psychopathic murderers is likely to be due to their abnormal beliefs about violence rather than to some other non-specific effect, such as poor impulse control and or deficits in decision making. Psychopathic murderers have diminished negative reactions to violence compared with non-psychopathic murderers and other offenders. Nic- um, Nicola S. Gray. For example, with Ted Bundy, he did not value life. He did not value the human life, which is probably one of the reasons why he felt that he could kill whomever he wanted. For Bundy, it was the perpetuating dominance over his victims that really drove him to kill. And as he fulfilled his desires, he killed more and more. That is what I think the abnormal belief about violence is. It is when you kill once, you feel you have to kill again in order to reach a gain of satisfaction that is above par better than expected. It is almost as if one way he killed an innocent person was just not good enough for him, so he kept going back to further do damage because he himself was humiliated in his kill performance prior and he wanted to, in a way, prove himself, which is why he probably often held out his kills and would often return to the corpse to continue his dirty work. If he was already addicted to things like violent porn and sexual violence then it makes sense why he kept going back. It was instant gratification. Ted Bundy's family is a bit confusing. Now he was the illegitimate child. Originally he was raised by his grandparents as their adopted son and he was told that who he thought was his mother was actually his sister. Eleanor, his birth mother, took him. And they moved away to to Tacoma, and she got married. His life after that was fairly normal and content. When he was three, he became fascinated with knives, and as he progressed into his teenage years, his character turned darker, and he began to exhibit invasive behaviors like peeping through neighbor's windows. But as he went to college and got a degree in psychology, he had a bumpy love life which ultimately played a role in his crimes because he attacked women that looked like his college girlfriend with long, dark hair and attractive qualities and features. I actually find it quite odd that a serial killer who has the probably the most messed up um, ideals about things went to college to get a degree in psychology, which tries to um, unbox why uh, someone with a, with a demented idea about things, why they why they think that way. <laughs> it, 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 I just it's just very it's very interesting why he <laughs> why he did that. Maybe he wanted to uh, try and understand himself better, or it, it's just I feel like there's more to the reason why he did that. In a sudden turn of events, so after he attacked a woman that looked like his, his college girlfriend. Um, there were there's a whole bunch of events that happened. So, so in a sudden turn of events, he began a prolonged killing tour. Originally, he confessed to 36 killings, probably to make himself appear to be less than what he really is. It is an act to preserve his self-esteem. In the end, it is believed that the killings are more towards 100 plus. Ted Bundy's first victim was named Linda Ann Healy. She was 21 at the time, and he had abducted her from University District of Seattle and later beat and strangled her to death. She was just the beginning of the innocent souls taken way too soon by the hands of a merciless monster. Just like Dahmer, at the moment of time when they are so immersed in getting what they want, they disregard the life that they're taking away. They were selfish for wanting to achieve their sadistic desires and they were selfish to think that they could get away with it when the victim could not get away testing the boundaries of what humans are capable of is a realm that should not be explored because we see what humans are capable of and it is in just being able to see what humans are capable of is a scary thought just like the thought of what Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy did it was beyond vile and blasphemous. To continue my conversation about Jeffrey Dahmer, I was his. Jeffrey Dahmer was, instead of just being fueled by the sexual desire like Ted Bundy, Dahmer was fueled by his desire for men as well as the sexual desire. Jeffrey Dahmer did a bit more with his killings. He was more extensive compared to Ted Bundy. Dahmer wanted to create zombies out of his victims by attempting lobotomies, which is where you make an incision into the frontal lobe, mainly to treat uh, a mental illness. But in Jeffrey's case, it was to assume control of their bodies and make them disposable at his expense and use them whenever. One time before his sentencing for a sexual assault, he lured Anthony Sears, which is one of his victims, to his grandparents' house. Grandma, his grandmother's home, where he ended up drugging and strangling Sears after they engaged in some activities. He then decapitated the body, flayed the body, and stripped the flesh from the corpse, pulverized the bones, and disposed of them. If we can remember from the beginning of the series, I mentioned how Dahmer's father was a research chemist, and he taught Jeffrey at a young age to bleach the flesh off of bones. This is why. Childhood behavior, childhood trauma, parenting styles, everything in that realm, they all play a part in the development of that child in their future. Like I mentioned before, Jeffrey Dahmer's parents were not present in his life when he was infant. And during his development, he was often disregarded by his parents. When Dahmer was eight, he was sexually abused by a neighbor. but. It was a situation that was not handled correctly at all, and it ended up with his father later on dismissing that accusation about the neighbor. To have a parent dismiss a child's feelings is like having a parent say that the child's worries and tribulations were and are not valid. And what adds to the hurt is that the person who experienced such pain knows the truth and knows the darkness and negative thoughts that orbit around, lingering after such tragedy. And when the parent, like in this case, did not know the full extent of the heinous act the child went through, but still insisted that such event was a false tale, it kills the child's morality, autonomy, the child's right of control because they may feel that they no longer have control of themselves because someone has taken that away. His trauma was never regarded intended to, and I think that may be a reason as to why he felt the need to inflict trauma over others, especially males, because I thought that he is, in a way, sort of putting them through the pain that he himself felt growing up, except the pain he is inflicting upon them is more immense because he had so much pent up anger towards those who wronged him throughout his life leading up to his first killing okay so now i'll go back to talking about ted bundy ted bundy compared to jeffrey dahmer was not as creepy in the way that when you look at jeffrey dahmer you get an odd vibe from him but when you look at ted bundy you can sort of tell that he looks like a ladies man ted bundy looks charming but the point of this is to not romanticize him for what he did. The point is to bring awareness into how looks can truly be deceiving. Ted Bundy was originally a law student and if the Zach Efron movie is, af- is accurate, it seems as if Ted Bundy was pretty well versed in a uh, in very smart man who was hiding a very dark and vicious secret filled with murderous thoughts and violent feelings towards women. Ted Bundy liked to be on top, dominating others, which is why he would often lure his victims by in um, by impersonating a person of authority, or he would pretend like he had a disability or fake an injury. That is how I think he asserted his control. If he knows that people would feel bad for him because he pretends he is incapable of performing tasks because of a disability, it made it very easy To get them to hold his books and walk them um, and walk with him to the car, only for him to hit the woman over the head with a hard object and then kidnap them. Ted Bundy knew how to lure women. He was a mastermind, but not in a good way at all. Ted Bundy's want for sexual pleasure is what drove him to continue to commit these crimes. He would even break into some of his victims' homes while they were sleeping. He would decapitate them and then keep the severed heads as mementos, and he would apply makeup to the heads and wash the hair. He, just like Jeffrey Dahmer, was truly a demented and sick individual, but his crimes had to end at some point because nothing lasts forever. At the Florida State Prison, January 24th, 1989 the wrath of ted bundy would completely end as he was executed leaving many families here to grieve over the loss of their loved ones now i'm going to go ahead and end this podcast it was a pretty short one um probably because i wrote out what i was going to say but it's easier for me to write out what i'm going to say to keep it short to not diverge attention away from um me trying to think of what i'm going to say next but i'm going to end this podcast with a quote the world as we have created it is a process of our thinking it cannot be changed without changing our thinking albert einstein thank you for chatting with millie i will talk to you next time vovazar i'm out of here peace